Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Master of None, and on this episode, we have a very interesting topic, one that is taking over. If I were to make it a riddle, I would say it's always been used, but now it's being created in new ways. So sit back, relax, and listen as we get into this story. Imagine opening your door, and we all know this sound, the sound of crickets. sound of crickets going on. Well, what if I told you there was a billion-dollar industry, and in fact, that was the sound of money? So before you're probably like, what is actually going on here? Well, I'm talking about crickets. Now, crickets have been something that have been consumed probably for thousands of years going back to hunter hunter and gathering cultures. Now, most of the time most of the time when people eat crickets are probably out on vacation, maybe in Thailand or in Mexico. So I just found a street vendor that's selling crickets. All right, here we go. Oh, no, malo. Season with eating crickets. So it kind of brings us to a point where you know crickets are like a novel thing. You know, I think of whenever you eat them, you know, I don't know if you guys have eaten them. You're usually traveling in other countries. In fact, the Western palate isn't really, um, really suited for insects. You know, we don't really see insects a lot. We're not eating them, and it's probably the last thing we really think about. Well, why is it that other countries and communities eat them? Well, insects in itself are not, I mean, some of them are delicacies. I've eaten insects a couple times. Some of them I know about and others I don't. But one time I was deep in the rainforest within Ecuador and we actually ended up eating larvae and it was fried. It tastes like bacon and it was dipped in cacao. It wasn't bad. I have also eaten crickets as well. Now, what we really see happening with crickets is there's there's happening it's 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 elevating you know ah there's there's a new touch on eating crickets that is more than just the street vendor so majority of the time if you do eat crickets it might be in a peppery sauce you might eat it it might be cooked um i know i ate it once on a sauce i think on tacos and it's really elevating the game so what is happening with crickets right now and what am i talking about well what if I told you that they were making cricket powder? Yes, you heard me, cricket powder. Cricket powder is becoming fairly common. It's becoming so common you can actually buy it on Amazon. I checked earlier and for a pound of cricket powder, it goes for about $15. You can have it shipped to your house. You can even look online and see different cricket powder ingredients and orders. You can make cricket powder cookies. You can make cricket powder meals. You can make cricket powder pasta. Try saying that three times fast. So why are we doing this? Well, there's a lot of transitioning happening and occurring, and we're even getting situations where people are are opening it up as a delicacy. For example, they're actually making cricket pasta within Italy. Would you eat cricket pasta? Take lots of crickets. This farm processes one million a day. 
non avrai mica paura, no? Freeze them. Boil. Dry. Pulverize. This is the final result, a cricket-based flour that can be added to food, like pasta, bread or pancakes. But So this is what you're getting. I mean, it's kind of this transition point. So within that last clip, this woman from the BBC actually went to a restaurant in northern Italy and they're doing a style of creating the powder. Now, what's really interesting about it is this powder is like flour. It can be used just like flour in a lot of different ways. And the protein content is relatively high. I read earlier that for one pound of crickets, you're getting about 289 grams of protein, which is ridiculous. I mean, the equivalent of that would be you'd have to be quite a bit of steaks in order to get that much protein. So it's kind of this transition point maybe for bodybuilders or people who are ingesting protein. But what's even crazier is even to get, in order to get a pound of crickets, it's about 5,000 to 4,000 crickets. They have to be farmed, cooked, like you said, frozen, like they said earlier, ground up and put into flour. But one thing I really want to know is what would cricket pasta actually taste like? Shall I smell it? Oh, it's quite strong. It's got a strong smell. Ha un gusto decisamente strong, quindi non tutti gradiscono. Cricket pasta. Yes. Thank you. Here we go. I'm about to taste cricket tagliatelle. This is really good. It tastes like normal pasta. I would not be able to tell that this is cricket-based flour. It's delicious. delicious well what's really the situation is this cricket powder is very malleable you can take it and it's really starting to be a part of a movement i think what people are really starting to say about it is it could help with food crises and potentially stop with the growing of cows i know that is a topic of people think is global warming but whenever we look at crickets as a whole you know they are easier to farm and we're getting kind of transition points where cricket powder is actually becoming more of a norm, you know, and, and this isn't a new topic. You know, a lot of people are saying by 2029, the cricket industry will be about $3.5 billion industry. So a billion dollar industry. And if we look at cricket consumption right now, what what is really being um, used mostly is for animals. So you have it when a lot of a lot of agricultural food and it's starting to move more towards human food because people are creating this powder but what they're also doing is creating bars so much so that there even was a segment on shark tank where mark cuban invested in a company my name is pat crowley from salt lake city utah my company is chapool and i'm asking fifty thousand dollars in exchange for five percent equity of our company at chapool we're changing the way people think about food, and we do it with an energy bar. But what separates us from the thousands of competitors isn't the delicious medjool dates or the organic dark chocolate. No, it's our sustainable, eco-friendly form of protein that goes into every single bar. I'll show you, but first a joke. <laughs> Why are frogs so happy? 
Uh-oh. Why? Why? Because they eat what bugs them. And now so <laughs> can you with your pool cricket bars. Oh, you got to be kidding. So the reason why I wanted to play that clip right there is, first of all, we have to look that the industry is currently growing in a way. And that particular pitch was focusing on these the bars of it. So maybe the prepackaged bars using that as a protein source. Now, eventually what would happen is Mark Cuban would invest the 5% for 50000 and the company's still going strong. But what he really indicated or what he really thought was the beauty of this product was the actual flour base. Now, being able to create multiple things with cricket powder. And I really think there's something there. I know it hasn't really caught on yet, but it seems like this is something that could be catching on in the future. So really what you're having is you're almost having this kind of moment where people are trying to find the next food source. And I think that, you know, it's really baked in, no pun intended, the simple fact that we live in an entrepreneurial society and we're always looking for the edge. And a lot of people who travel and see the world see that people eat crickets. You know, it's fairly common. And how do you implement this and create it into one of the largest buying power um, communities in the world? And I think the powder is really what you're going to see it. And in some cases, what we have to understand is, you know, this is fairly common and it could potentially feed 9.5 billion people by 2050, according to this article. Now, what we're seeing is like a lot of different companies try to invest and determine the startup and what is the next movement. Now, the movement of the cricket or the insect industry as a whole has been really trying to get away from the yuck factor. And it's been established and it's slowly being established starting around 2011. But whenever we look at crickets or insects as a whole, the American population still does not find it palatable. And I think this is where we're at right now is a lot of people are saying this is the next thing and someday you'll be eating crickets or you're eating insects of some kind. But it doesn't seem like we're there yet. But we're slowly getting there and we're getting there with farming crickets yes you heard me could you imagine walking into a place that has millions and Here, millions to live crickets? out their lives freely until they're transformed into food the purpose of the condos is to give the crickets somewhere to live and so generally they are resting inside the condos they'll come up have a drink of water have some food and then go back down to rest again it's difficult to perceive how many crickets are actually in a room like this because, of course, they were all living inside their happy little condos. So that clip is really going down into the, what is cricket farming. That farm right there probably has over 50 million crickets, okay? And with the price of powder being $15 a pound, and it takes about 5,000 crickets to make powder, it gives us a really good understanding that I don't even know what that math would be. I mean, if you did that math, is like that's that's a lot of money, you know. It probably is if it's fifty thousand five pounds, five five and five, you know, it's close to a few. I'm gonna say about five million dollars. I could be off five to ten million dollars, if that's my mental math. But anyways, I think that you know that's really where where we're seeing this transition point, and the fact that you can go and buy it on Amazon is pretty remarkable. I mean, it's like, you know, never in my lifetime did I think you'd be able to buy cricket powder and make food on Amazon. And so I think probably, for me, it's it's an interesting topic. I'm not, like, going to go out and buy crickets and eat it, but what are we going to see this more in restaurants where we look down at meals and see that there's, 
Back. What do you call your grandmother? Grandmom. I call my Nana. So today we are actually going to make Grandmom and Nana's recipes, but... But we have to use, use cricket flour. So if you find yourself curious about where you can eat cricket powder as a restaurant, there's a couple, here's a couple of restaurants for you. Mankman, Saju Ping, which is in Los Angeles. They have dishes, they use cricket flour, the, play, the playground, authentic Thai cuisine in New York City. We have Bug Appetit, Ooh, that's a nice little play on words, in New Orleans. We also have Don Bugito in San Francisco. And the last but not least, we have Sushi Mazel, M-A-Z-I-E in Oregon. So it's really about understanding, is this the next trend in food? You know, I did a segment not too long ago on what's going on with, with fake meat and how they're using and creating meat in labs and they're using cancer cells in order to keep, create chicken, chicken breasts. takes about three weeks. But if you were to sit down and eat a meal, think about this, made out of cricket flour, and you had a piece of chicken breast that had been grown in the lab, which one seemed more natural to you? I think for me, all in all, the best thing I would probably try, we would try the cricket powder. You know, I think I would eat it in a restaurant, you know, to buy it and try it and use it in our in your cooking arsenal, I think would be pretty, uh, you'd have to really commit to it and go from there. I mean, I think if you had a Butter, a bar that was cricket protein that'd be interesting so it's something to keep in mind you know i i really brought this topic because i thought it was super interesting and one that i think may be getting more tra- traction especially as time goes on in these restaurants right now these restaurants are probably upscale restaurants you know in that article it's not like you can go to a mom and pop restaurant and get something made out of cricket powder but think about it just think about it and just remember, next time you hear this sound, that could be the new cow moo. That joke obviously got nothing but crickets. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Master of None production. This podcast has been going on for 365 days next month will be 365 on august 6th i want to thank you guys for listening but please like follow leave reviews and comments and that'll be really helpful thank you so much and we'll get back to you tomorrow for the mastercast